Well, hello there, Difference Makers. You have tuned in for episode number five of the Primary Teacher Friends podcast. Today, we'll be talking about the importance of letter and sound fluency, and I'll be sharing with you my super easy, super secret tactic for improving it. Are you ready? You are tuned in to the Primary Teacher Podcast. Now, if your job description doesn't consist of teaching little people to read, develop, succeed, and grow, you're probably in the wrong place. But if you do teach kindergarten, first, or second grade, well, you're what we call a difference maker. And you're among friends here. And now, your host, primary teacher, content creator, and little people fanatic, Tony Mullins. Welcome, welcome, friends. I am so pumped to be back here in your ears today. If you don't know me, my name is Teacher Tony, and I am fanatical about little people and the teachers who serve them. I want to help you get better at what you do so that you can positively impact those little people that are looking in your direction. Today, we are delving into a topic and strategy that is so powerful in changing the abilities of your little readers or your soon-to-be readers. Letter and sound fluency is so important because it can really put barriers in front of our students who have not mastered it. My secret tactic is so easy you won't believe it. But before I put it in front of you, I want to give you some background information to help you understand what it is and why it works so well. I am very confident in sharing with you that this strategy works because hundreds of teachers have affirmed it for me. Although you won't need it to implement this strategy, hundreds of teachers have purchased my letter and sound fluency routine on Teachers Pay Teachers. If you'd like to see what they've said about it, you can follow the link down in the show notes to see their feedback. But listen to this. Brittany N. said, I have been using this daily with my students for a little over a week now. And wow, wow is written in all caps. They are learning letter sounds faster than any other way I have tried teaching them. I love all your products. Thank you so much. Well, thank you, Brittany, and I hope that really demonstrates just how powerful this strategy is. Although the full paid product includes more resources for teachers, you won't need that to implement this strategy in your classroom. You can actually find everything you need to implement this strategy for free at teachertony.com forward slash letter fluency. After today's episode, when you fully understand its power, jump over there and get exactly what you need to get started as soon as today. 
to begin our show, let's get clear about what letter and sound fluency is and just why it is so important. When we read, we need to be able to do that at a certain speed. If we do it too slowly, it's not effective. Letter and sound fluency is being able to see a letter, recognize it, and connect it with its sound at a proper speed. Without fluency here in retrieving those sounds to blend them, our students might not find success. Blending is part of phonemic awareness and If we can't make those sounds at a quick enough rate after seeing the letters, your students will definitely have trouble bringing all of those sounds together to form a word. Letter and sound fluency is seeing those letters and making those sounds quickly enough that they can blend the word together. If you are a first or second grade teacher, you may think this content really isn't relevant to you. But let me say that I have worked personally with second grade students who had low letter and sound fluency and therefore could not read at their grade level. I'm thinking of one child in particular here who was reading on a level six in the middle of second grade. Now, a DRA level six in my district is beginning of first grade. After doing some phonological awareness and letter sound assessments, I very quickly understood that his problem was letter and sound fluency. Although he could tell me the letter names and most of their sounds, he wasn't very quick in doing so. It took him a few moments to retrieve that sound from his memory. After working on letter and sound fluency with the strategy that I'm about to share with you, this child was finally able to decode three and four letter words, something he could not do before. Before I get to the actual strategy, though, I want to tell you why I created it. Like most great things in my life, I discovered this approach after a big failure. I was a new teacher and I was following the teacher manual and district curriculum map to a T, like a religion, friends. Unfortunately, my students were not retaining their letters and sounds the way that I had hoped. At Christmas time, when I assessed them, I thought most of them were fluent in this area. But I was wrong, and time was dwindling down. So, as I often do, when I fail at something, I look around for help. And I actually found the very best advice. Some advice that has affected my teaching ever since. So, there's this incredible reading specialist who I still go to for help today. Shout out to Miss Grigsby. She suggested that I add motions to our letter and sound practice to help my students remember them. Seems simple, right? Along with her advice, I decided that this skill was so important to my students' success. I would practice 
all the letters and sounds each and every day. So this would be a daily routine. This is where the idea was born and it has honestly been one of the greatest decisions I ever made for my students. So yeah, I added motions and I practice those motions with my kids every day. Before you go, okay, what's the big deal? Let me tell you why it works. Did you know that successful instruction hinges from one vital factor? Can you guess what that is? It's engagement. Think about it. You could be the most knowledgeable professional in all of our field, but without engagement from your students, none of your knowledge means a thing. So that is why my routine works. It engages the students. It's highly engaging. It actually combines four engagement techniques to get optimal results. It's routine. They do it every day. It incorporates movement. They move along with emotions. I also include a chanting factor, which helps in memory formation. On top of all that, I include visual support. All four of these things engage students and make letter and sound retention accessible to all learning styles. We have the movement for our kinesthetic learners, our chanting for our auditory learners, and then the visual support for our visual learners. So it's a triple threat. Don't you need something like that in your classroom? Or maybe in your RTI groups for your older kids who still have not mastered this skill. Whatever the case, let me tell you very quickly in four easy steps how to accomplish optimal results with this strategy. Step number one is to prepare your visual support and letter motions. For this strategy, you're going to need some posters or a digital version of some pictures that go with your letter and sounds. When I began, I printed two sets, one for the wall to display for students to reference during our class time and one for flashing during this routine. Since then, I have created a smart board version which you can find in the paid product that I display up on our board as we are going through our letters and sounds. So use the things you already have and create motions for them. Or if you want to start from scratch, I have included a free reference sheet and poster over at teachertony.com forward slash letter fluency. There you can print and enlarge your own poster and also you can use the signals that I've created with the directions provided there. So step number two is to teach the procedure to your students. This is going to be a daily routine. You're going to do it every single day. So take time in the very beginning to teach students how to do it. On the first day of this routine, which is ideally the first day of school, I explain to my students that in our classroom, we use a lot of secret signals. They are secret because not everyone knows how to do them. 
mostly just ninjas, you know. Even our letters have signals. Isn't that awesome? Today, we will learn a few of them. So I go on to explain that each letter makes a sound and we make the sound while we do our signal. The first letter is A. A makes the A sound. Our picture for A is apple. Have you ever had an apple? What does it look like when you eat it? So students demonstrate holding their hand out and putting it up to their mouth. And I say, perfect. While we pretend to eat an apple, say, a apple, a, a, a. Great, let's practice that again. I go on to teach my students five letters and sounds that first day. After teaching each individual letter, I would go back and repeat all the preceding letters until all five were taught. And I did five new ones each day, repeating all those previous ones until we had covered them all. This may seem overwhelming at first, but the introduction isn't the key here. It is doing it routinely that will help your students master them. So step number three is to make it a routine. I love routines and I have written several pieces about them over on my website because they make life easier, but superior to that, they boost student engagement and make students feel safe in their learning environment. So add this quick routine to your daily schedule and do it every single day. This skill is that important and this strategy is that beneficial that you should include it daily. Step four in really getting the most of this routine is to provide rigor. So after your students have mastered the original routine, consider making it more challenging. I usually do this in four different phases. In phase one, I introduce the letters and sounds and signals, and then I review them in sequence. That means in order from A to Z every day. It won't take your students long to master that sequence. Then I move on to phase number two. Here we review them backwards from Z to A. This is helpful when teaching the complicated concept of before and after. So when my students master that phase, we move on to phase three. That is where I shuffle those letter cards and we review them in random order. And then from there, my students are ready for the last phase, phase number four, where I remove the picture cues. At this point, we want to ensure students can identify the written letter along with its sounds. So removing that picture, which may have been a crutch for some students, really ensures they are practicing with the symbol. If you're wondering how long to spend on each phase, it really depends on your students. As you go along, you will know when it's time to bump up the rigor. I recommend spending the most time on phase one because we need the fun and enjoyment factor. Win them over with the fun first and then sneak in the rigor. 
I really hope you can see just how easy it is to increase your students' letter and sound fluency with this simple routine. Don't forget to jump over and get your free motions list and poster to go along with it so that you can implement this strategy as soon as today with your kiddos. Let me also mention the video included over there where you can see me and my former students practicing this routine. It's so quick and simple and, best of all, super, super fun. Teacher Friend, why haven't you joined our Primary Teacher Friends Facebook group? You are our kind of people please jump over there using the link in the show notes and request to join. We'd love to have you. With that, it's time for me to go. Until we meet again, go make a difference, teacher friend. Teacher friend.